Welcome to Faith Through the Fire with your host, Tracy Waldridge. Lauren Seeley. And I'm Stephen Drawball. Today, we're just going to talk about the eternal versus the temporary. This is uh, something that we've discussed, me and Stephen and Lauren talk about from time to time on our own without being on the podcast, but we wanted to maybe do just a roundtable discussion today and uh, talk about the importance of kind of what I call viewing life through eternal lenses instead of the temporary. I think that's something that as Christians, we can get trapped in focusing on the temporary. I think it not only leads to, it can lead to discouragement, it can lead to sin. So I I think it's just really important for us to focus on the eternal. Just a couple verses to get us going. One of the main ones I think of is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And so Paul is is writing here, and he talks about this treasure in, in clay jars idea, right? So, and you think of us as the, as the clay jars. <laughs> and you think of a clay pot or a clay jar is very easily broken. And, and we're in this earthly body, and we go through these things, and we're going to be easily broken, and we're going to run into all kinds of problems and issues. That's part of life, and I think Paul's telling us, but we've got this treasure inside of us. Uh, we've got the gospel and the good news and, and how important it is to, f- to focus on that. And so he kind of wraps that idea up, starting in verse 16 of Second Corinthians 4. He says, Therefore we do not give up, even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day for our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory so we do not focus on what is seen but on what is unseen for what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal i love that scripture you know i I've used that scripture in funerals before. Talk to folks who are struggling with whatever it might be in their life. And I always try to let them know, you know, Paul says that momentary light affliction. He uses that phrase. And if we say that, sometimes people might get taken back by that. Like, this is not light affliction, what I'm going through. You know, it, it could be something um, really horrible, you know, if anybody could talk about affliction, it would be Paul. He went through some really hard stuff. But his point is, hey, this is this is light compared to eternity. You know, in thousand years in heaven, am I even gonna remember what I'm what I'm going through? Right. So I, I think it's so important to encourage us, give us hope. We talked about this in our um, teen in in my high school Bible class this morning because we're going through the Ecclesiastes and talking about you know Ecclesiastes is a pretty philosophical book and Solomon is talking about you know life being meaningless without eternity and so it's you know we talked about our jobs no matter what job I'm doing you know if, if I look at it through a temporary lens I can get pretty down about my job. You know, I might have a terrible job. I might be digging ditches or cleaning toilets or whatever it is. And if I look at it through the temporary lens, I'm going to get extremely down. But 
if I look at it through the eternal lens, so if I look at it through the eternal lens, I'm going to say, okay, I'm, I'm digging a ditch today, but the guy next to me digging a ditch needs Jesus. My mm-hmm. job is to give it to him. So that makes my day a whole lot different. You know, if I'm working for God today, it's eternal stuff that's going on. It ain't, it ain't temporary. So I feel like one of the main things it, it does is, is give us hope and encouragement and allows us to get through some of the rough stuff in, in life. I agree with that. Another verse that I really like is uh, Colossians 3, 2 through 4, and it says, Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. I guess for me, you know, being the, a warrior and things like that, just things that seem like such a big deal to me are really not in the grand scheme of things and so uh, I do have to be reminded of this daily like that this is minor as long as I'm in heaven and taking as many people with me that's that's what's important and so I this is something I struggle with a lot is just seeing that everyday life is there's a bigger picture to it and so I like these verses to be reminded that there's hope and there's eternal life gives me encouragement so yeah y'all may, i mean you all make really good points it, it's so difficult it's so difficult because we are we are physical beings you know here we are spiritual um and we have the spiritual soul that is is going to last for eternity but what we see and i guess i should rephrase that what i what i see what we see is is the physical um and that's what makes it so difficult i think you know we Tracy, this, this kind of this conversation came up when you after you taught a class one time and, you know, you, you go through um, Bible classes as you grow up and stuff. And there's certain things that stick with you. Right. Like we, you know, you, you go. I don't know how many Bible classes I've been to in my life. And there's there's certain ones that just they just hit you. And when Tracy started talking about that, um, looking at it through an eternal lens compared to this temporary, that was something that hit me. But something else that is that's touched on me is that um, a former class that I was in, um, the minister where where I used to attend was talking about it. And he said, you know, I go I go to the mall with my wife and and I go and I sit there in the, you know, out out in the uh, seats out there while she goes into the stores. And, you know, I'm sitting there and thinking about all these people that are passing by. And he said, you know, just until recently, did it truly hit me? Like every person that's passing me, that that's a soul. You know, it's not, yes, it's a physical person passing me, but each person that walks past me is a soul that is passing by. And that stuck with it. I mean, that, that was probably like 10 years ago when that happened. And I was like, man, that how impactful is that for you to start changing your mind to think instead of a physical person that's walking past me, that that's, that's a soul that's walking past me and how valuable that soul is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, you know, I'm, I might have disagreements with that person that walks past me, or it might be a person that like, you know, that we, you know, don't like each other for whatever reason. We just don't see eye to eye. But at the end of the day, that person has a soul. Mm-hmm. And even though I might not see eye to eye with them, that ultimately what's the goal? And the yeah. goal is that they're in heaven just as much as 
I want to be in heaven, that I want them to be there as well. And when I started thinking about it that way, it's still a struggle because I'm, you know, I'm still physical. But when I started looking at it that way, it has changed my thought process on looking at people and thinking, man, like that person has a soul and it's just as valuable as the one that I have inside of me. Um, That's great. You know, just to go along with what you're talking about, I think that also helps us stay away from, from sin as in, you know, it's something I, I've told young men before, looking at, at women and, and the lust thing is if you're looking at it through eternal lenses, like you're saying, that's a soul. And so, you know, I've used the analogy of a father-daughter, too. I say you, you look at things different after you have a daughter, right? For sure. Because sure, you, yeah. like you're saying, you'll be somewhere and you'll think that's somebody's daughter right there. Right. And then mm-hmm. instead of, you know, whatever you're doing, you might feel sorry for them or, or your mm-hmm. heart goes out um, to them. But think of it this way. That's that's all. God's everybody's children. got. Yeah. God's, God, children. God's <laughs> children. That's God's daughter. No yep. matter who it is. Just think so, about how much like if we all thought that way, how much kindness yeah. there would be, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, even Christians struggle with it. I mean, we're human. You know, we're going to struggle with the physical aspect and things. But if we all thought of all of us as God's children, I mean, think about how precious children are to, you know, people. If we thought of ourselves like that and also thought of us like that, just giving us grace and being easier on ourselves because, you know, we're, we're just his children. So, Amen. Yeah, so that's a great point. You know, you sit and look at how many people you come in contact with, and they're going to spend eternity somewhere. You know, that's a scary thought. Whew, yeah, that, we got to be, we got to have our I think it on. evens the playing field kind of, you know, hopefully this will make sense when I say this, but, I, you know, Tracy, you were saying, you know, no matter if we're digging ditches, cleaning toilets or whatever, you know, if I'm not doing that and, and I walk past the person that is, you know, if you look at them as having a soul, that that evens the playing field. We're like, I'm, I'm no longer what our society would see as a superior person to that, that person because we're not. You know, you think about the people that Jesus came into contact with and who he taught. You know, most of the time it was dealing with people that were in those situations. That's right. And sometimes I think it's easier to talk with people like that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they are going through trials or issues or um, they might just be struggling more, you know, yeah. be it financially or mentally or whatever it might be. And, and sometimes it is easier to reach people um, that are struggling, um, you know, more or it's easier than, you know, than, than someone that we might say has it all together. Right. Um, that, that's you know, excellent. But, yeah, great point. It it does. I think that makes perfect sense. It levels the playing field, and it's and we like to I think put people in in uh, boxes. You know, of what they <laughs> if we're looking temporary. You know, and it could be the opposite end. You you know, you talk about that, but it could be the other end. If I think somebody's got a lot of money or, or a higher education, and I put them in this box of you know but still they got a soul it don't matter if, if we're yeah you know if, if i'm looking at that that way so um that's a great point excellent point 
And we, you know, I think that is probably the difference too. And, you know, we had, um, we talked about the prison ministry, you know, if you, if you go into it and say, you know, all these people have done horrible crimes or whatever, what's the purpose of talking to them? Well, that's looking at it physically, you know, you're looking at them as like, they've done all these horrible things, but at the end of the day, they can be saved just as much as I can be saved just as much as the next person can be. Yeah. Like if you're, if you repent and you're baptized and you know, you're, you're following what God is telling you to do past is the past. Amen. You know, all of us have sinned. All of us have done things that we shouldn't have. And, and we put levels on sin, of course. Right. I mean, yeah. you yeah. know, if, if I went out and murdered someone and someone else's lies, they're like, well, he, of course he's much worse than I am. Um, but you know, we all sin. We all fall short. And so if we're looking at someone as having a soul, then it's not going to cause us to hinder teaching them, or it shouldn't. That's right. Amen. One more scripture I want to throw in there. I, I really like Hebrews 11, and I may have brought this up before. I, I can't remember. But it talks about, you know, it's the Hall of Fame of Faith, right? So you got all these heroes of faith, these people, you know, he goes through Abraham and Moses and Noah and, you know, it's by faith this person did this, right? There's always this action that they do. But just want to read a couple verses out of there and you can see what motivated them and you can see them looking with eternal lenses. It's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so like Hebrews 11 Starting in verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out even though he did not know where he was going. By faith he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. So that, that whole thing, it talks about Abraham. It's pretty amazing that he just takes up and goes when God tells him to. But you get to the end of it there and he, it tells why, why he would do this. He didn't care to live in tents. He didn't care to live in as, a, as in a foreigner because he is a foreigner in this place, right? I got an eternal home that the builder is God. So I, I love that scripture. And then you go down in that same chapter and he talks about more of the same thing. He's in verse 13, he says, These all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised. Talking about these, these earthly things, but they, they saw them from a distance, greeted them, and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return, but they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. You know, that I think one of the main ingredients, if we look at that, to having a strong faith is to have our eyes, going back to that scripture and that Paul wrote, Second Corinthians, that fix our eyes on eternal. That's what they were doing. Mm -hmm. That's what those heroes of faith were doing. And, you know, they went through a lot of stuff. And it don't mean, you know, we know, we know that they all sinned. It's recorded. They all messed up. 
but they repented and kept kept plugging um kept going toward god because they had their mind on heaven and and the eternal thing so i i love that chapter well you brought you know you talked about paul and and i was trying to think of i was trying to think of the verse i was trying to think about um another instance that paul kind of talks about uh it talks about this and and it kind of does quite a bit but there was specific like you were talking about with the teenage class and in it and i'll put this plug in for anybody out there that is like you know scared about teaching classes or whatever like do it you're going to learn so much during during the process of that yeah. so anybody out there if you're listening and you're like i don't know if i should teach a class do it like you're going to learn so much and you know don't be scared of of the ones that are sitting in front of you because they'll teach you a lot but with that being said when we were going through and, and doing a study what you just talked about reminded me in second corinthians he talks about that but then also um he also talks about that in uh, philippians and if you look in in philippians 3 he talks uh, he talks about how the treasures that are out there he counts them as all loss as all rubbish yeah. um for for knowing um christ you know instead of all that other stuff and and that you know that puts in me like it you know he's he's just kind of given a warning to say hey don't don't worry about this fleshly stuff like you're gonna gain it okay congratulations like what's more important at the end of the day and i, I think about my life you know and i, I think back at you know when you i think a lot of times i know for me anyways like i kind of set milestones for myself right by 30 i should be doing this by 40 i should be doing this i'm not look you know what have i done but it's it's all physical yeah like everything is like i want this paying job i want this title i want this and at the end of the day like thinking about what paul said in philippians is like it's rubbish like it doesn't matter it's important to work hard. We're taught sure. to work hard. We're taught to, you know, be a reflection of Christ, which is all extremely important. But at the end of the day, we need to make sure that it's eternal purposes um, compared to, you know, what we're dealing with um, as physical that Amen. we live through. But yeah. I, th I thought that was another good uh, verse to bring up just because Paul, he's kind of saying that, you know, same same exact thing, just in a, a different situation. Mm -hmm. But of course, it always brings me back to James when he's in James, when we see that our life is a vapor. Yeah. You know, we we are so hung up on and I know I, I struggle with this. You know, my my focus, I used to be really focused on career a whole lot. Um, wanting to excel, wanting to be the best I can, and I, I still do that, but it's taken a back seat to my kids. Like, I've, I really wanted to put an emphasis on making sure that I'm the parent that I need to be, um, and, and also the husband that I should be. But it too many times turns physical compared to spiritual. Um, you know, making sure academically at school they're doing okay, making sure sports wise they're pushing themselves as much as they can um and then you know of course listening to a sermon and saying making sure that you're focused on spiritual and it's like ah oh, smack me in my face right <laughs> like no i'm pressure. not sure that that is the primary focus yeah yeah you know and, and even even with within a marriage too that like i can i can focus a lot on 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 making sure like with amanda that i'm that i'm supporting her the way i need to as a husband and and lose track of well the other side of it is that i'm supporting her spiritually yeah that I, I need to make sure that i'm doing that as well and so 
there's a lot of growth I still got to do for sure. <laughs> we all do. Right? <laughs> I, that's a great point because there's a lot of uh, good stuff. That there, can become bad stuff. That can become bad stuff. <laughs> or, yeah. What right? was the quote? So make the, the career... Make the main thing the main, main thing, thing. Yeah. or keep the yeah. main thing the main I thing. I mean, it's good right. to have goals. I mean, we yeah. don't want to walk There's around nothing, life without you know, goals, but. And that, we talked a little bit about that in, in the high school class again. It was like, you know, this is all good stuff because Ecclesiastes goes through, he goes through pleasure, work. You know, he kind of gets this philosophical thing of this is meaningless, all this stuff without, you know, you get to yeah. the end without without obeying God, fearing God, and keeping his commandments. But you made a great point. All that stuff I think is good, and we should do good at, at our job and, and in the physical, take care of our families, and, and it's nothing wrong. It's definitely, I think it's a great thing to have to have goals. I think that's probably something I haven't done enough of in my life is uh, on that side. He already broke his diet for the new year. <laughs> I don't I'm think just I kidding, ever he didn't had have a diet. A diet. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one I need to do. But uh, <laughs> that's good stuff. But that's a great point you made. It's very easy to fall into the trap of, of making it the main thing, right? Yeah. When it's the uh, secondary, I guess. Or, or you know, do these guys, you know, when I make these goals, am I keeping God in the right? Center am I motivated by, yeah. hey, if I get this better job, I'll have more influence, right? That's a good, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a great thing. I, I got a buddy that I did uh, consulting work work with, uh, T- uh, Tim Turner. If he listens to this, shout out <laughs> put to a Tim play. Turner. <laughs> shout out to Tim. <laughs> he's, he's a very good, uh, leader in business and, and, but I, he really has a heart to serve people, you know, and it's, it's about, you know, following Christ and trying to get other people to see, see Jesus and, and what he does. And so I think his goals, he's got some big goals. I got kids screaming in the background. If you hear that, I got somebody's really, we leave, we leave for 30 minutes and, and it's mom can't handle it. No, I'm just it's, uh, but, uh, you know, I think that's a great thing. It, or, you know, do our goals and all this stuff line up with with God? Kind of like I if think. God's in the center, it kind of all just pans out. I mean, not perfectly, but it's... Yeah, I mean, you're going to have You're going to have issues, but, but if God's in the center... You're heading in the right direction. You're heading in the right direction. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't, it's not like I just walk around aimlessly now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, at least, you know, I do have goals. No, I know. Sure. <laughs> No, they they, All right. they have shifted. Well, not they going to shifted. work tomorrow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm calling in. <laughs> yeah, I am kind of feeling under the weather, so we'll see how that. <laughs> no, but I, Lauren, you make a really good point. It is. It's you know, goals are extremely important. I set them for myself, and I, I think for me, I, I'm I am definitely my worst own critic, if that's the proper way of saying that. Yep. That I, you know, I, I'm definitely, uh, I'm really hard on myself. You know, um, and that can be good, that can be bad. But um, as you were saying, if, you know, if the goal is centered around God and bringing as many people to Christ as possible, then I think that's the that's the ultimate goal of it. Can we excel in our career? Can we excel in sports or whatever it is? A hundred percent. But it's just is my reflection Christ, you know, and my displaying Christ and what I'm doing, or am I displaying worldly? You know, am I displaying temporary compared to eternal? 
I think Amen. it's important. Amen. So, kind of to, to wrap up what we've been talking about, just to and you guys correct me if I miss something here. We've we've hit on some things of of you know the blessings I think that come from looking through those eternal lenses instead of the temporary. So we talked about uh, we talked about the encouragement that you get, the hope when you're going through bad times. That's a that's a blessing that comes from that. Um, we talked about uh, Stephen. You mentioned seeing people on a on a even playing field and and looking at everybody as a soul and how what a big responsibility that is. So so it, it allows us to treat people the same. Uh, no matter what they're going through. Um, I mentioned, you know, even keeping us away from sin, um, whether we're sinning toward people or whatever the case might be, if we got our eyes fixed on on Christ, um, that's going to help us stay away from that. Uh, we talked about Hebrews 11 there, where, the you know, a, a big key factor in having strong faith. This show is called Faith Through the Fire. <laughs> To keep that faith, if we are fixed on understanding we're foreigners in this foreign land and mm-hmm. we're, we've got a home that's built by God waiting on us, mm-hmm. uh, how, how important that is to, to getting us through life. Um, that's, a, that's another big one. All right, what did I miss? What else did we hit and then on? Then we ended on you don't really need goals. So after yeah. this, just eat whatever you want, <laughs> do whatever you want. Steven no, said, throw your goals out the window. No. 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 No, don't. Keep God in the center of your life and your goals. Right, right. Okay, to we have ended goals. On. Yeah, oh, good, good to have goals. Good to have goals. Good to work hard. All that good just stuff. Keep God in the center. Keep, keep God the main thing, right? Make. Keep the main thing the main, the main thing. thing. The main <laughs> thing. That's right. And I don't know if we touched on it, but just, you know, I don't want anybody to have kind of this false sense of like, it's too hard, it's too easy type thing. And what I mean by that is that, you know, shifting from a mindset of, of temporary to eternal is like such a big task, right? Like I'm not going to be ever to ever get that mindset. Right, right. But I don't also want people to think that, it's the opposite of that. Like, oh, it's just a switch. I'll turn it off, <laughs> right? I'll turn it off or turn yeah. it on. Yeah. It's a it's a continual it's a daily. growth that yeah. you know that you'll you'll probably have setbacks in as you yeah. go through life. I, I do think for me and Tracy, you might be able to speak on this too. I think as I've gotten older and become more spiritual, um, that it makes it easier. I, I do. Um, I, I think so. And not that it not that it is easy by yeah. any means, you know. But I think as as you get older and what i mean by older is older in the faith and you yeah. know not just growing older i don't yeah. think growing older necessarily does much for you other than you do gain some wisdom and stuff just from being around but if you're not focused on spiritual and you just you're still a baby in christ you know 20 years later right it's still gonna be hard right um right. you know but if you're growing spiritually and and connecting with god daily um it does make it easier um, it's but there's still a struggle there. Sure. Yeah, I I think because you mentioned James four, you know, life is like a vapor. I mm-hmm. think as you grow older, you know, that's and if like you say, if you're growing in the Word and getting closer to Christ as you grow older, you realize how precious time is. Um, yeah. And that this life is, you know, 
very temporary. You realize that more and more every day that, man, this goes by just like a snap. And uh, I got, I, I need to be focused on the eternal things. Um, you know, when you're younger, it's, it's for me, I don't want to speak for everybody, but you kind of get this, I don't know, invincible kind of <laughs> attitude of nothing's going to happen. You know, I'm going to keep going. I've got all this time. And uh, as a Christian, we just can't get trapped in that thought. So, and, and you're right. It is a struggle no matter where, where you're at. You know, anytime we sin, I think that's slipping back to the temporary. Any sin I do is is connected to that, getting back into mm-hmm. the temporary lenses. Great point. I would say just for me, just leaving you know, ending, kind of ending our conversation, I would, I would just make a recommendation just to be making sure that you're studying daily and you're praying daily. Amen. Um, that's going to help. That's going to help so much. Um, and then, of course, if you can connect with people, godly, God-like minded people, it's going to be beneficial as well. Amen. All right. Thank y'all for the conversation. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. If you're out there and you're going through a fire, Our prayer for you is that you have the attitude of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said our God can deliver us from this fiery furnace. But even if he doesn't, we will still serve him and him only. Thank you for listening to Faith Through the Fire.